This is Lincoln A to Z. Lincoln A to Z. Lincoln A to Z. We've chosen 52 squares at random from the Lincoln A to Z street map. E and D. 52. 15. And now we have to go to all 52 and make a programme about each and every one. Lincoln A to Lincoln Z. Lincoln A to Z. Each week we'll be setting off on our trusty bikes to find a different grid. Lincoln A to Z. We could find ourselves in a leafy residential area, a bustling city street, or a completely empty field. We'll present our findings every week here on Siren FM as we uncover Lincoln one grid at a time. Lincoln A to Z. 52 grids, two men, one map, no clue. Hello, 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 and welcome to this, the 42nd probe, 42nd program of Lincoln A to Z. So uh, after this, there's only 10 left, and that's it. This program has gone forever. Uh, to help us celebrate this momentous occasion, our 40 second show, a uh, very, very special guest in the studio. We're going to introduce him to you very soon. Uh, but for now, all you need to know is I'm Paul Tyler. That fella over there is Johnny Hall. Hi, Johnny. Hello there. Hello. And you're listening to the East Midlands radio station of the year, Siren FM. Um, hey, Johnny, I wonder what grid we're going to be visiting this week. My name is Lawrence Nicholl, and I've lived in Lincoln for 29 years. I think Lincoln is ever changing. Right, Pulling out. K8. Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM. K8. Johnny, what's in K8? Uh, basically, it's the West Common. It's completely filled with the West Common. There's a tiny bit of uh, Longley's Road on there. You've got the cricket pitch, but it's it's all green on our map. It is. Uh, a long time ago, Johnny, I was mentioned at the top of the programme, this is our 42nd programme. A long time ago, we'd have been worried about this kind of thing, but not now. We're professionals, aren't we? Yes. I think so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'd say so. Yeah, yeah. Well, certainly uh, very keen amateurs, let's put it that way. Uh, now, this is very much your manner. Um, if I was going to say that uh, you dragged along our guest tonight by a lead with a collar around the neck. Now, fans of Fifty Shades of Grey uh, might get the wrong idea. Now, Johnny, um, who is our studio guest tonight? Uh, it's Albert, my pet greyhound, who you'll be hearing a, a lot more from later on. Okay. Um, now, if you know anything about this K8 grid, or indeed you've got any questions for Albert, the world's greatest dog, please get in touch. You can email us Lincoln A to Z at sirenonline.co.uk. Uh, we're on Facebook, and you can tweet us. Hashtag Lincoln A to Z. And uh, you can find out all details of all the grids as well as podcasts for our previous shows. Uh, and they're on our fabulous website. LincolnAtoZ.co.uk uh, Time to get some fresh air now as Johnny and I take a stroll around our K8, not K9, our K8 grid. So to uh, grid K8. And uh, here we are on a, on a very nice summer's evening. It's a bit overcast. Close, I think you would call it, if you were uh, maybe of a certain age and a certain temperament. Close is what it is. I'm out here uh, in, in shorts, and it's, it's sort of twilight. It's not really necessarily twilight just yet, is it? It's about sunset's going to be in around about an hour's time. Uh, and uh, we find ourselves in an open field where, where insects are about to start biting, and I'm still wearing shorts, so I'm getting quite nervous. Um, and we've, we've got company uh, on our stroll around this particular grid. I don't know what audio contribution... Our guest is going to going to give. Uh, there might be be some howling uh, and some sniffing. Uh, we're joined by 
Johnny's, it's a greyhound, isn't it? Greyhound, yeah. Of course yeah. it's a greyhound, yeah, but you never know, do you? They, you know, he might have some whippet in him or something like that, I don't know, but Albert. Albert is with us, and I couldn't be happier because uh, Albert is the world's best dog. Uh, I think I've, uh, I've been on record as saying that before. Um, the, the, the nicest temperament, uh, obviously being a greyhound, he's fast. I'm just looking around at all these other dogs uh, that are out on the West Common. I suppose I should, should have said by now exactly where we are. <laughs> um, we're out on the West Common. Uh, I couldn't be happier, really. But apart from the sunset, Johnny, look at that sunset that's going over there. And it's not really a sunset just yet, but look at, at where the, the gap in the clouds is coming through. So it's, it's sh the sun is shining through from, from the heavens, if you, if, you, if you want to believe that kind of thing, and it's shining right over that coal power station. Isn't, it, isn't, that, isn't that a sight? It's kind of poetic, isn't it? It's kind of, it's maybe being sarcastic. It's a sarcastic sunset, yeah. I think is what it is. <laughs> I think it's exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, um, what a nice place to be. I'm not so familiar with the West Common. Never really spent much time here. Obviously, you spend, what, twice a day? You must come up here, do you? Yeah, yeah, we always walk Albert up here. Um, we've had Albert about, how long have we had him? About seven years now, I think. Got him when he was two and a half from the Retired Greyhound Trust. Uh, it was because he was a racer. He had a former life Ooh. over in Ireland, racing on the on the dog tracks over there. It was pretty rubbish. I don't want to No, 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 don't study this. I don't want to hear All this. All right, he was, he was brilliant. He won an awful lot of money. Yeah. He didn't only ever win five euros, but um, <laughs> really, that's not his really. entire career. That's all he ever won. Yeah, five you can euros. go online and see the whole history of your dog on it. That's one of the good things about having a greyhound. But of course, once greyhounds have finished racing, in Albert's case, his, his career was curtailed a bit. But whenever they finally finish racing, of course, they need a home. Um, and until not very long ago, they used to just put them down, um, which of course is a you know awful thing to do when they make such fantastic pets uh, but nowadays thankfully there's organizations like the Lincolnshire Greyhound Trust and the Greyhound Trust all over the UK who rehome them and they really are really nice gentle quiet easy dogs to have yeah that's it and all the time I've known you I don't think I've heard him bark um, he I think about once a year I think. yeah yeah and I think that would surprise him wouldn't it it would yeah whenever he barks he looks around like who did that yeah Oh, yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he does make some other noises. Uh, we, you know, uh, we'll leave it to everyone's imagination what they are. And uh, I, 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 even for a dog, I think he, he does. He does make those noises. Uh, I think twice as many as any other dog I've ever known. Now, I, I would like a dog. Uh, I grew up uh, around dogs. Uh, really like them. They're a lot of fun. <laughs> a lot of fun. Uh, look at that. There's another one comes charging past us with its tongue out of its mouth. And crikey, they can just run and run and run out here. Now he's off his lead, uh, but I notice Albert's not off his lead. What's the? Uh, is, the is there some politics around this? Do you think? Do you know? You go into a public yeah. space, and yeah, um, he's, he's just not stopping. I don't think he'll stop until he gets to maybe uh, Salisbury. <laughs> Dog. I mean, they, they, the owners are shouting at him now, but they, he can't hear him. No, I mean that's that's precisely why we don't let Albert off. He's got no recall whatsoever. Uh, when you get your greyhound from the greyhound trust, they, one of the first things they tell you is never let them off leave. <laughs> because the greyhounds generally, they'll just keep running. If they see something that they think is a rabbit or whatever, yeah. they'll just keep running at it. And, you know, 20 miles later, they'll look around and think, oh, you know, where's my owner? Well, I don't know where that dog's gone. The owners must be 50 metres behind us. And that dog now must be 800 metres ahead of us. And... He's, he must, he must just, just know the area. But uh, yeah, going back, so I'm not very familiar with the West Common, where we are. My manor, uh, I suppose, down the south end of Lincoln was the South Common, uh, which gives you a real nice view over the city, obviously. Uh, but this, this is a nice place to be. I had visions of it being sort of probably too close to the, to the bypass, which is a bit daft because 
I've lived here, you know, I've lived in Lincoln all my life, and I've travelled up the bypass. And uh, I thought, I thought where we would come today would be a nice area of green field. Uh, but all I would hear was, was was road traffic, and you can just hear Longley's Road just there in the background. Um, so that, that, that's something that's that's, that's vanished. And looking down uh, towards the south, you can see uh, Car Home Road, uh, where they used to do the uh, the point to point horse racing. And people in Lincoln talk about point to point. If I speak, speak to people about the point, oh yes, where they used to do the point to point. No one, I don't think anyone really understands what that means. I mean, obviously you start at one place and finish at the next. Do you know there was a bit of conspiracy uh, a few years back concerning local dignitaries that uh, that were involved in the old uh, uh, getting trying to get the point to point uh, back on and how that would work. No one, no one knows or understands. Uh, even the even the people that were proposing it, I think uh, that was quite a big thing around here. The old uh, the attempts to get the horse racing back on the common quite a contentious issue i mean if you look on a if you look on google the the west common you can kind of see where the track used to be we're probably walking on it right now um and yeah as you say some some local politicians and businessmen wanted to bring it back um and a lot of the locals weren't so keen on that because it turned out i mean when i first heard about it oh here comes the dog he's coming back my oh my yeah yeah he's like he kind of reminds me of the kind of dog uh, that would go and find lost people yeah yeah but um, yeah, there was. There was I, I was quite keen on the idea of the horse racing coming back. I thought it'd be quite nice. I could pop down here on a Saturday a few times a year. It, you know, it wouldn't be all the time, um, and watch a bit of horse racing, which I've never done before. But then you find out a bit more about it and find that there would have to be a, a road laid all the way around the outside. Apparently, there has to be a road round so that the um, trucks and things can get around to pick up horses that have fallen or whatever. Um, and then there would have to be some buildings built and all this kind of thing. And you start to think, well, actually, that's going to ruin the common so yeah most local people i think were, were pretty much against it and uh, it did eventually die a death uh so let's talk a little bit about common land and what that means uh, i don't know obviously <laughs> um i haven't even done one page of, of google research as to what uh, common land means and what what that means i can do here i can see horses so i'm assuming that if i owned a horse uh which isn't that, that unattractive, uh, providing I was wearing the you know the, the cowboy hats and I would get to drink in a saloon at the end of the day. Um, I could I could just bring it on here and uh, it would be able to to roam. I suppose is that right? I think so. Yeah, there are quite a lot of horses down here, um, which I find a bit scary. I don't like horses. I think something their eyes are dead, aren't they? You look <laughs> into the face of a horse, really stare into the face of a horse, and it's just it's like a zombie. It's frightening, and you just know that you know that. If they had a chance, they'd just trample on you. Okay, so it's uh, adding to uh, the snakes yeah. uh, that we know you're afraid of. And I saw one recently. I was out on a, I was out on a bike ride, um, actually going through one of our other grids over at Washington there, and uh, I saw a snake, yeah, uh, and it was a really big one as well. Uh, and as soon as it saw me, it, I was going to say it legged it, but obviously <laughs> obviously it didn't. Uh, but it did move very, very quickly, and I thought, you know, I was imagining uh, what, what, what you would have done had you been there. So it's snakes and horses. Uh, we know what to get Johnny for Christmas now. They stampede, you know. They actually what, sometimes. Snakes? No, no. <laughs> the horses. Occasionally, you'll be out here on, on an evening, and you'll hear this thundering sound, and you'll look around, and all the ho- all the horses are just running round and round in a big pack. Okay, and it's frightening. Do you know what to do in that situation? What would you do apart from obvious, the obvious? Um, uh, make a make a mess. You know what what yeah. what 
what's the best thing to do run is it like because the, there's some bears for example you can run uh or, or, or try and punch a bear can't you there's one yeah. bear that you, that you try and punch uh, and it, it says right okay i'm leaving you alone and there's another bear that just doesn't take any notice that and eats you um but, which i love is a great quandary isn't it you know you're never going to punch a bear uh I, I can't imagine you'd go around punching horses at will uh, no, no. As much as, as much as I dislike them, I wouldn't go that far. No, no I think I'd just try and reason with them. <laughs> okay, so if um, if you know uh, what to do when a horse stampedes, um, phone up phone up Siren FM, but don't phone our program. Uh, phone Gav Roberts when he's on the air uh, Mondays and Tuesdays between between one and three. That'll uh, that'll confuse him, uh, and it'll uh, be really entertaining. Uh, there we go. That's it for the uh, the first first part of our visit uh, out to the fresh air and the uh, and the West Common. Um, I, I, I think we should perhaps say, Johnny, for for legal reasons, you know, just to make sure it's our forty second show to make sure we have a forty third. Um, I should perhaps say that Siren FM does not condone the punching of bears or horses <laughs> or horses. No, or horses. no, no. no. Um, Right, okay, <laughs> there's the paperwork out of the way. It's truth, honestly, sometimes. And you left that in. I have no, no idea why. <laughs> okay, so Albert's, Albert's with us. Um, how do you feel he, he thinks his radio debut's going? Is, is his ego... Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've lost him for a second. He's sat behind me now. He's sat, sat behind you. And yeah. what is he doing? Turn around, have, have a quick look, Johnny, and then um, describe to the listener exactly what he's doing. He's sprawled, I think, is probably mm-hmm. the best way to describe it. He's sprawled on the floor. And uh, he's with his head flat against the carpet. Falling and, asleep. And uh, falling asleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's a, you know, a critic, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, no, we have had it before. Remember when we did the reading room? Someone did used to say to me that yeah, it was a, we had an American fan. You remember that? Really? We had Ameri- yeah, yeah, yeah. We had an American fan that used to email us quite a lot, oh, and uh, uh, they said they always uh, put it on when they uh, when they went to sleep. <laughs> uh, which you know, it's a, I think we should take it as a compliment. You know, yeah, take them where you can. Um, yeah, I also I, I use the word manner in there. Now I've often described this as, uh, as you and I getting away from watching EastEnders. Not that I don't think our appropriate other halves uh, watch that particular program, but we always say you know this is a, a glorified hobby, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah. And one that we, uh, we well, you know, we're reasonably good at, but we enjoy. Um, but that, the phrase manner there was very, very Phil Mitchell, wasn't it? I mean, you'd think almost to a point that I do watch it, especially coming uh, with the question of Lincoln question tonight. Stay tuned. Oh, uh, that's intriguing. <laughs> I know, I know. A bit of a teaser, a bit of a teaser for oh, later on. Okay. Um, yeah, OK. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's not really asked for a rider or anything tonight, has he? I mean, he's, uh, he wasn't even bothered about those donuts we had earlier, was he? No, he's not. He's not very food-focused as a dog. He's just, he's mainly sleep-focused. And you know, occasionally licking his self focus. Okay, so, okay, yeah. right, okay. So uh, move on from there. Hmm. Lincoln A to Z. Now, was it not Henry Glassie who said that history is not the past, but a map of the past drawn from a particular point of view to be useful to the modern traveller? Yes, yes, it was. According to a very brief Google search looking for quotes about history, it was. And here is a fine historian to draw that map for us. It's Joanna Hughes from the Lincolnshire Archives. Although this week's grid square shows a square of mainly Kermit the Frog green, I suppose I should call it Lincoln green, that expanse of city grassland hides a pretty varied history, some aspects of which I was unaware of until researching this area, even though I spent most of my life in Lincoln. The West Common is one of the city's valuable green spaces, used today for walks and recreation, as the bowling greens and tennis courts at the bottom of the map show. But throughout the centuries there's been evidence of Lincoln citizens from the Romans onwards exploiting this area for a wide range of uses. Some of the evidence is still visible today if you look carefully. The ancient east-west roads which entered the city have long gone, but are mentioned in old documents and maps. 
Archaeological digs have revealed the Roman pottery kilns which used to be round here. Don't forget West Parade which led out here used to be called Clay Lane. The land which contained these useful clay deposits still gets regularly inundated with water, which takes quite a while to drain away. To the south of our grid square the area drains a bit better thanks to the sand and gravel deposits along the banks of the Fosdyke, and this was also excavated and made use of by earlier generations. But it wasn't just clay, sand and gravel which the ground of this grid square yielded. Stand on some parts of the West Common when the sun is low, and you might just see a rippling effect in the grass. These are the remains of ridges and furrow, testament to the centuries of repeated ploughing, which ultimately provided the city's families with bread for their table. Later agriculture would give way to the grazing of livestock, an ancient practice which, to a far lesser degree, still goes on today. The pits left behind from the gravel extraction were used as infill for refuse, which in their turn became the lumps and bumps of the golf course on the other side of Carhome Road, once known as Saxelby Road. Did you know there was also a smallpox hospital south of here too, in response to the typhoid epidemic of 1905? And close by, perhaps not in the best situation considering what I've just said, was the outdoor swimming bath which took its waters from the catchwater drain off the Fosdyke. There are old photos of these places and other fascinating images of bygone Lincolnshire on the free website linkstothepast.com. Just remember it's links as in Lincolnshire. As well as its swimming baths, tennis courts and bowling greens, the West Common is better known to have been the site of the Lincoln Racecourse, which was developed here, having moved from Lincoln Heath in the late 18th century. It was closed in 1964, although it was still used for point-to-point -point until 1991. The grandstand is an impressive reminder of those days when the ground thundered to the sport of kings. Speaking of kings, do you see that tiny blue blob on the grid square? That's the pond constructed and decorated by Pennells of Garden Centre fame, a family who've been associated with horticulture for many generations. Yeah, so anyway, this pond was constructed for the Royal Show, held on the Common in 1907 to honour the visit of King Edward VII and his Queen. A special pavilion was constructed for them opposite Alderman's Walk. This wasn't the only show to be held in our grid square. The Lincolnshire Show used to be held here from 1846, as well as the Royal Agricultural Show, which finished a hundred years later in 1947. During the First World War, our grid square did its bit for the war effort. New recruits practised their trench digging in front of the grandstand before going off to the front. The common itself was transformed into an aircraft acceptance park. You can see the remains of some of the aircraft hangars near Alderman's Walk, where the aircraft we were making in Lincoln at the time were tested. The football pitches are now where the massive turning circle used to be. And so when you look at this massive city green space used by so many to enjoy all the comparative leisure time many of us are lucky to have nowadays, with all its recent amenities of walking, horse riding, tennis, golf and even swimming, think how hard previous generations of people have worked on it, in it, and for a short period even above it throughout the centuries. Our thanks as always to Joanna Hughes from the Lincolnshire Archives. Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM K8. And uh, back now we go uh, to the second time to our K8 grid where we discover dogs are the cure for laziness. So, as I might have said earlier, this, is, this, this grid was always going to be about dog walking. And this is a joy, this is, this is a, a joy, but this is, you know, this is one off for me. This is the only dog I'll walk this year probably. Uh, and you're doing most of the hard work. Uh, but come a, a winter morning, icy and stuff outside, you don't want to be over here, do you? It does get you out of bed, though, and it? you've got a reason to do it. It keeps you fit. And, yeah, I, I, I would never get out of bed if I didn't have to. <laughs> no, um, yeah. But Albert forces me to do that. 
Yeah, that's, I mean, again, that's, I was going on about how great the West End was when we were in our West End grid recently. And again, this is the other side of what's good about it. You're close to town, but you're also five minutes away from this. And if you just block out that, that background of, of traffic noise just in the, in the distance there, you could be out in the countryside now. I think to all intents and purposes we are in the country, so I'm avoiding big piles of uh, poo, so whenever I'm avoiding big piles of poo, uh, I, I class myself as being in the, in the countryside. Here's a, a good question for you, Johnny, and I feel like this is turning into an interview now about a dog walker, but uh, how many uh, dead bodies have you found being a dog walker? <laughs> I'm yet to find one. I'm slightly disappointing. Was, uh, <laughs> I did once, um, it was just after I got my new video camera, I came out here with Albert, and um, you see there were these um, copses, are they called, of trees, kind of clumps of trees, fenced off, little bits of woods. And uh, I, I got my camera out and I was walking Albert out here and I was, I was just playing about with it, you know, fiddling around with the zoom and zooming in and out and focusing and stuff on some trees, pointing into one of these clumps of, of bushes. Uh, and then I realised that there was a young couple in the bushes <laughs> um, enjoying, you know, a, a bit of quiet time together. Yeah. Um, and I was basically standing there with a video camera, pointing <laughs> it at them. And I, you know, it was entirely innocent, but it could have looked really bad. So I, I, I beat a hasty retreat. So down at the at the south end now, and we can see bowling greens, tennis courts, uh, people playing football. Uh, it looks like the uh, the lads playing football there. They're playing over on the cricket pitch. Um, they've been kicked off by the horses that have taken the goals up I think uh, I think they're going to get a game going once everyone's gone overnight uh, they're going to get an illuminous ball out <laughs> the white one is going to uh, is going to referee because he's the only white one um, uh, and that, that one over there I think he's going to be going to be in goal because he's massive <laughs> um, so this area isn't just the the blank canvas the blank grid uh, that the map would suggest uh, it's it's in use uh, you know when the Dog walkers are out here looking for that elusive body, uh, and the footballers are uh, trying to get a game in the England squad. The tennis players are trying to get a game at Wimbledon, and the bowls players are just uh, well they're using up time before they die. <laughs> uh, which uh, my dad, my dad's going to kill me for that, but uh, never mind. Um, it's in use, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, when there was the threat of bringing the horse racing back, which, as I said, I, I kind of like the idea, but one of the things that the, the promoters of it said, which kind of didn't really chime with me, was that the, the, the West Common was kind of wasted space at the moment. We weren't using it. Um, and as you say, that's just not the case at all. There's loads of people here. There's dog walkers. There's, you get people flying kites and people with remote-controlled aircraft out here. You've got the footballers and all the various sports people, joggers, of course. Um, so it's in almost constant use, and it's a, it's a really good kind of community facility. It is, but also, what's wrong with having a bit of land that's not in use, that's not farmed, that's not engineered, that's not built on, um, so that when everyone's left here for the evening or, or early of the morning, nothing is going on. Uh, and I like that. I like the, the fact that you can have an area where nothing happens. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're big on nothingness uh, around here at Lincoln, Lincoln A to Z. And uh, it's, it's worth pointing out um, the odd behaviour of, uh, of Johnny Hall uh, walking around the common with <laughs> poking his video camera into bushes isn't the, the weirdest behaviour you declared to me that day. Now, Johnny, I mean, the, 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 
I, I don't know if it ever made the cut or maybe there was some wind blowing so you thought uh, it, it wasn't worth airing um, but can you remember what else you revealed to me about what you do on the West Common that ah. day now no, you don't have to say you don't have to talk about this if you don't want to this isn't like yeah. this isn't like when you revealed uh, <laughs> that I was born in Boston that kind of thing you know no, when we do no. a program called Lincoln A to Z hmm. um, I'm not I'm not going to set you up here to fall uh, okay. so if you if you want to wash over it now we'll move straight on to the next thing uh, and, and that's fine yeah no no I'll, I'll tell the listeners um, well, there's there's a person somewhere on the West Common who decided to chop down the trees at the back of their house. The trees were actually on the common land, so they weren't their trees. But they decided they want to chop them down so that they can get a better view of the common from their house. It sounds, um, sounds like a plan. Well, they're not their trees. These are mature trees that belong to us, the people. And uh, this person had just taken a chainsaw to them. And so in retaliation to this, I, I took to just going and standing uh, at the end of their garden and looking across the, the now diminished trees and staring straight into their living room. Mm-hmm. Which I think is just marginally more odd behaviour than, than filming uh, young couples in the woods. But mm. um, you, you've stopped doing this. I mean, importantly, yeah. quite importantly, you've stopped doing this. I got bored, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They didn't seem bothered. <laughs> they probably, probably liked it. That's probably why they did it. They might, yeah, they're exhibitionists. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Either that or they kind of got a Zoom uh, and they're looking at the uh, younger couples in the book. We need to move on. We need to move on. Lincoln A to Z. A question of Lincoln. Johnny, Johnny Hoare, Johnny, Johnny Hoare. You're going to go first this week, John? Yeah, yeah, I'll go first. Uh, nice, easy one for you this week. Excellent. Actually, it is easier because you've only got two choices. Ooh. We're in the West Common this week, mm-hmm. so my question is quite simply this. <laughs> Which is biggest? My manor, the West Common, mm-hmm. or your manor, the South Common? South. Ten seconds, starting oh, now. Well, that's a brilliant. It is a brilliant question. Well done. I always, I always spend like the first five seconds thinking how well you've done uh, <laughs> on the questions, and then not really uh, thinking about the answer, and then panicking right at the end and saying, uh, "I think you've brought this up because you want yours to be bigger for whatever reason." <laughs> uh, West Common, Johnny. West Common. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, West yeah. Common is 100 hectares uh, compared to the South Common's 80 hectares. Yeah, yeah, I can read you like a book. Um, right, okay. Uh, as we know, Johnny, if I threw a stick out of this window, there's a good chance it would hit someone that has met Letitia Dean, Sharon, off of EastEnders. Mm. Uh, now, when we asked a few series back about famous folk in Lincoln, it turned out that every man, woman, and child has at least two anecdotes about bumping into Letitia in Morrison's. Uh, now, it's also the time of year that the second best programme on TV is on, Strictly Come Dancing. And uh, Letitia took part in series five of the televisual spectacular. My question to you, Johnny Lee Hall, is what position did Letitia Dean finish in that season? And I've used the word season because it winds people up. Oh, Christ, series. <laughs> but, you know, people think, oh, it's, it's, I mean series. Don't be so American. In that season, Johnny, <laughs> did she finish? I'm trying to divulge away from this thing right okay in that series season did you finish A fourth B second or C tenth ah okay well I, I actually was in the studio audience for Strictly once really uh, but I don't think it was that series I don't remember her being there so that doesn't help me at all um, I'm going to say you bumped into him Morrison's instead wouldn't you? I would what, what was the what was the not second what was the next one right I'll go through them all again Johnny go just on, because on. I'm generous okay 
Don't ask me again. Okay. <laughs> is it A, fourth, <laughs> B, second, or right. C, tenth? I'm going to go fourth. I don't think she's good enough to be second, but fourth sounds realistic. You're correct. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, now she dances around the aisles of a supermarket. Okay, um, right, so um, everyone's a winner there. Um, I, 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 we, we should never really have a tie break on some of these things. Do you remember back in the early days when we used to uh, we used to score this? We did, yeah. We kind of gave up because we couldn't remember yeah. week to week who won yeah, what. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I'm going to declare uh, that I'm probably winning. Lincoln A to Z dot co dot UK. Uh, now, time for a quick Albert uh, the Greyhound update. He's, uh, he's our guest in the studio because uh, K8 is the grid we are uh, investigating uh, from the Lincoln A to Z map, randomly drawn by a member of the public. Uh, and we, we, we've tackled this one uh, head on, uh, but uh, yeah, we, we took Albert for a walk. If you heard earlier on in the programme, we took Albert for a walk around the K8 grid, uh, but we've also featured him quite, quite heavily uh, here in the studio tonight. Um, now, he's left the producer's side uh, of the desk and come round to where the uh, the chap who's waffling now is um, he's, he's, he's sparkoed, he's out he's, he's, he's not having it uh, it's getting a bit late isn't it on a Monday night you know Monday, first day back at doggy work he's been doing this all day though, he'll been sleeping all day yeah. I'm quite glad he's gone round your side he was, he was starting to stink a bit uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we need we need to talk about diet. Um, but also, while that while that song was on, uh, we were contacted over Facebook, uh, Johnny, by your lovely wife Jenny, and uh, she said that was the series of Strictly. Was it? Uh, oh. No, oh, but she actually no. Quite specifically, she, she used the word season as well, <laughs> uh, which is fantastic. I love that. I love why you make that. Uh, and another great fact I found out uh, recently: uh, if you want to sort of. Uh, Stick, stick your feet in about this because I, as you know, Johnny, I like using the word soccer uh, because football. When people go, oh, well, don't be American. Well, no, it's not actually soccer. Was the original name for it? Uh, but also, this is one you'll love. This you can use this on a daily basis. Um, when people say less, uh, a lot of people say, well, don't you mean fewer? Actually, there is nothing. There is nothing about that. There's, there's nothing anywhere in, in uh, any English language that says that fewer is is the right word to use over less. And you can hammer it back into people's faces when they uh, when they pull you up on it, as they do me. Almost you, hourly. You call me small-minded for staring in a man's window. No, no I call you odd. That is odd. <laughs> that is odd behaviour. I'd say that's odder. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Uh, right. Okay. Um, it's time to look a little bit towards the future. Uh, always looking forward, not back. And uh, the next couple of grids we're going to be going to. So next week, Johnny, where are we heading out on our on our trusty? Well, I was going to say cycles, but this one's a bit different, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's a V17 Branston where we did something a bit different. Um, Paul went up on his bike as we usually do, but I couldn't face that hill again. So uh, <laughs> I got the bus and we had a bit of a race. Uh, yeah. So find out. Uh, we got, everything's a, uh, about a competition between uh, Johnny and I. Um, quite pointlessly so but uh, find out who won uh, on uh, on next week's programme um, and also the week after that um, we, we did something this week uh, you know obviously elements of our programme are pre-recorded I don't think we need to declare anything there it's obvious <laughs> um, but we stayed out I said, hang on a minute we and one member of the team stayed in, in, in a grid uh, one of our randomly selected grids uh, from the city centre of the Lincoln A to Z map um, which is the pull out bit um, the, the bit they've enlarged uh, at the bottom of the map, uh, and we, uh, we, I stayed there for twenty-four hours. Now I was helped uh, through the night shift uh, by our producer, and it was certainly an experience. And we, we're currently sifting through all the audio. Well, it's not twenty-four hours worth of audio, but it's somewhere near, um, and, and that's going to edit down uh, into a, a nice package, uh, giving you, uh, the dear listener, a, a sound of what it sounds like to stay somewhere in the city centre. Uh, you're not going to be able to smell it, and, and that's probably a good thing. Uh, yeah, from 7 in the morning, uh, I was there at 7 in the morning last Thursday through to Friday 
uh, AM. Um, Johnny, just, uh, I don't know, can you, could you sum it up in a couple of words what that experience was like? Um, weird and scary, probably. It's, <clears throat> it's very strange being sober, surrounded by so many drunk people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. It's funny because I was watching the one show this evening and they were talking about, uh, you know, uh, people, revelers, and they used the word revelers. I love that word. Uh, <laughs> they were called revelers. Uh, it's, it's one of my ambitions to be uh, on Look North for some reason. Uh, and they, they say Paul Tyler and underneath uh, the caption says reveler uh, which is great uh, but it is it's, it is a very peculiar experience it's like between one and two everyone and i mean everyone has jelly wobbly legs lincoln a to z on siren fm find us on twitter at lincoln a to z you'll, you'll be familiar with the old saying behind every map based radio show there is a welshman that likes to contribute to a map based radio show so luckily we have tref on board k8 West Common. I once ran around West Common. It was a faraway time when I was young enough to delude myself that doing such a thing made sense. Not anymore. It's not that I consider running to be a bad thing, although one does have to recognise the wear and tear on the joints. Nope. It's because I now do it in a gym. Anyway, the point I was getting to is that West Common is a wonderful resource for the citizens of Lincoln. People play sports there. Football, tennis and cricket, as I recall. And they ride their horses. There are also a few holes of Car Run Road Golf Club over on the Common, but they've moved them back across the road now. In its heyday, of course, the Common was a race course, hence the grandstand. It's a big shame, really, that the race course is no more. Killed off before my time. I've attended a couple of functions in the grandstand over the years, but not for a long time now. All this is just a preamble, really, to my main West Common story, which is this. One year, I'd been working at the Westgate School Christmas Market Caff. All our kids went to Westgate, and I used to faithfully turn up every year to wash the dishes at their market cafe, a great fundraiser for the school. I preferred the washing up to being front of house, didn't want to have to engage with the great unwashed. <laughs> Sorry, poor pun. And there was always a good banter and camaraderie at the kitchen sink. Every year it was my custom and practice to retire to the pub over the road, after my stint at the sink, to reward myself with a few pints. On one particular occasion I did this with some mates who I'd also roped in to volunteer. We were sat in the snug of the Victoria pub when the phone rang. It was my wife Anne. She'd parked her car at West Common in one of those parking spots along Longley's Road, and now she couldn't get it out. The wheels kept spinning. Could I come and drive it out for her? Now, here was the problem. I'd already had a few pints and told her it was impossible. I was way over the limit to drive a car. The conversation ended, and I told the lads the story. As I was doing this, a terrible feeling of guilt came over me. The damsel was in distress. We needed to do something. The boys were informed that we would have to leave our drinks temporarily and all head down to the common. We'd be able to lift the car out of trouble together. Everyone agreed that this was the right thing to do, so I rang her back to let her know we were on our way. Our daughter answered the phone, and this is how the conversation went. I'm out of the car, and Mum's trying to drive it out. She's driving along the ditch. Oh my God, she's going to hit a tree. No, 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 it's okay, she's made it out. We're fine now. Phew. I stood the boys down, and we went back to our beer. That is my West Common story. There you go, Treffer Davis. And uh, to find out more about Treff uh, and his work, his writing work, uh, we can also purchase some books, I believe. You can go to philosopher on tap. 
Com. Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM. We looked a bit into the future earlier. We're going to look even further into the future because um, there's grids, as usual, we need a little bit of help uh, here and there. We need what you might call a leg up with this one because uh, there's a grid coming up that involves the proposed Eastern Bypass. Uh, our glorious Lincoln A to Z map, um, printed in the mid-2000s, something like that, um, at that point, uh, has the proposed route uh, for the Eastern Bypass. Now, when we when you mention that word, uh, some people, um, well, they go off the, off the rails. Some people, you know, they're really, really against it. Some people could see, oh, actually, if, I, if that was there, I might get to work a bit quicker. I might have a few more, few more minutes in bed or, or whatever, you know. So it's a very divisive issue. Uh, and if you have any opinions, either way, um, every opinion is welcome. Uh, just to open up the argument to the community, this is Siren FM. It's a community radio station. Uh, it's about you. So we would really welcome any comments um you know even if you don't know i like in fact actually especially if you don't know uh i i'm very much a person that sits on the fence on most ideas uh and i i think you'll find that when we play our audio of this you'll, you'll find that's usually where i am i've got splinters in my bottom from sitting on the fence on most things because i like to see uh both sides uh, of a point of view so especially if you don't i love receiving emails to say i don't know about something but especially if you don't know uh do get in contact with us uh, you can email us lincoln a to z at siren online uh you'll find us on facebook and also there's twitter hashtag lincoln a to z uh, and if you go to our u7 grid on our website you'll find a, a comment section there lincoln a to z dot co dot uk okay time to wrap up this program now so uh, Albert update. Uh, Albert the dog has been joining us uh, throughout the program. He's, he's not, he's not had much of a, a vocal contribution. Um, we, we propped him a mic up here in the studio, didn't we, Johnny, beforehand? And um, he's not really used it. Uh, and as I look down now, uh, he's zonked out, absolutely blottoed uh, asleep, not using the microphone, not even looking at the microphone, he's not even sniffed at the microphone uh, to see what it smells like. Um, he's not a, a media dog, is he? He's not like a Blue Peter dog. No, no, he'd be no good on Blue Peter, would he? No, well, actually, it'd be better. He'd be, you know, less yeah, raucous. I know they run all over the studio, don't yeah, they? They get yeah. kind of a distraction here. Yeah, they're kind of annoying, aren't they? Um, whereas I think, you know, Albert just zonked out in the corner. And <laughs> it's not going to give the presenters much to do, but then uh, he's not no. going to mess on the floor either, is he? I'd say he's an advert for greyhounds as a pet. Look up, look up the Lincolnshire Greyhound Trust and get yourself a greyhound because they're fantastic pets. Excellent. Well said, Johnny. Uh, okay, that's going to be it for another week from Lincoln A to Z here at Siren Towers. Uh, huge thanks as always to Treff and Joe for their excellent contributions. And of course, the biggest thanks to the real star of the show, Albert, the world's greatest dog. This has been a Joe Schmo production for Siren FM. Mm-hmm.